Uh, let us just uh, rise up in a moment and lift up our voice to heaven. We thank God for this special day and this opportunity, the privilege that we have in Christ Jesus. Yes. So we give thanks for what He has done. Mm -hmm. So lift up your voice to God and just begin to give Him thanks. Begin to thank Him. Begin to give Him the glory. Thank you. 
fight. They good. So your own will be different. Say my own is different. Say it with confidence. My own is different. Now you turn up with verse two. Verse two says. Verse two of that scripture says, and God and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not, and they shall be of thee. They shall be. They shall be of thee. Shall build. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. And what? And raise up the foundation of many generations. You know how many people are hoping to, to get something from you? Not only you giving money to them, there are so many that in your mm-hmm. family that gain foundation from you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And many that are hoping to see the light of God in you so that they will follow. But still, instead of you to show the light of God, darkness is showing up. And so we're going to lift up our voice today and declare to, to the Lord and say, Lord, I am here to receive from you. I am here to receive from you. My Lord and my God, speak that scripture to your life. Speak that scripture to whatsoever you need. Speak that scripture. Begin to declare it right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says the Lord shall guide thee continually. Ask the Lord for a guide. Ask the Lord for guidance. Ask the Lord to guide you, to guide you. If you are decision making, that you don't make wrong decisions. You don't make mistakes. Ask the Lord to guide you in your decision making. Ask the Lord to guide you in your ways, in your relationship with God. Guide you in your money. Guide you in your career. In whatsoever, whatever area you need guide, lift up your voice and suffer. In the time of drought, drought, you will make part my own. I shall be like a water garden. Lord Jesus. I shall be a fruit in every season. The Bible says that shall be of thee. Shall be of the old west places. So dwell in and rest of the foundation of many generations. Use me to raise up foundation. Use me to be the vessel of life to my generation. Use me as a light to those that come across me. Thou shalt be called the repairer of the bridge. Lift up your voice. Make that declaration. Make that declaration. Thank you so much. Yes. 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 Yes.
opportunity. Make use of this time that you have to display your time and what you want to be in this generation where you want to go. Thank you, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. Open your scripture. 
And this Sunday, we're going to read the scripture together. Jeremiah 31, 31. Behold, the day is come, the year is the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with the fathers in the days that I took them by their hands to bring them out of the land of Egypt. With my covenant they break. Although I was a husband unto them, yes, the Lord. Be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, yes, the Lord. I will put my law in their inward heart and write it in their heart. And I will be my God and they shall be my people. And it shall be no more every man is neighbor and every man is brother saying, Know the Lord, for they shall know me. From the least of them unto the greatest of them, they are the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquities, and I will remember their sin no more. Somebody say, Amen. I want to ask everyone, I want to thank God. First of all, let me give God thanks, give him all the glory for assembling us together just because of uh, social distancing. We have a few of us gathering together in the church every Sunday. And I truly want to appreciate and thank God for those of us who are so consistent in this mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. I'm so much appreciative because with this pandemic, um, many people have not been able to go to church. There is so much fear, even to so many who are professing Christians that uh, they could get COVID, uh, or what do you call it, virus. And I still thank God for few of us who are here and uh, able to observe social distancing with their face mask. Mm -hmm. Well, that is what we have to do. So I really want to thank God for every one of you. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are so consistent in calling in, using your phone, iPad, or being able to to worship with us in the Facebook and whichever platform that you are using to to worship or to fellowship with us. I truly want yeah. to thank God for you and appreciate you. And I yeah. pray that Lord God who reward those who diligently seek him. Seek him. Who reward Amen. 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 This week or this month, we are going to touch a very sensitive issue, very sensitive area in the Bible, which I would advise everyone to be very attentive and take note, if you like, if you wish. It's going to be a very sensitive matter that we are going to be looking into 
from the word of God. Whatever the Lord will reveal to us through his word is what I'm going to share with you. Why do I say it's a very sensitive issue? Because it's related to our lives. Mm-hmm. Our lives. Just like the song we just sang, he is the pillar that holds our lives. So outside of God, we cannot get anything. We are nothing. So I'm going to be talking about restoration of the broken foundation. Restoration of broken foundation. Call it restoration of broken foundation. And we read in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31 down there. And this happened when the Lord made a new covenant prophesied about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ that the former law that was written in the stone was broken and that the new law would be established a new covenant will be established and the new covenant the language of that new covenant the kind of law that will be given to us will not be written on stone. It will be written in our hearts. Amen. Amen. And that was talking about Jesus Christ who will come as the word of God. Mm-hmm. Who will come as the spirit of the living God and he dwells in the life of the believer. Yes. Yeah. He says in verse 31, Behold, the day comes, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Jacob, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. It's not that type of covenant because that covenant was faulted. That covenant was broken, which my covenant they break, though I was an husband unto them. Say mm-hmm. the Lord, that this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. And he's talking about the church, the body of Christ. That after those days, say yes, the Lord, I will put my law in their inward part. Amen. So this yes, covenant yes. is not a covenant that is written on the law, on the mm-hmm. on the stone. It's no longer a law again. It will become a law that is written in words of our past, in our hearts. In our soul, our body will carry it. And will, I will be your God, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no man, every man is neighbor. And every man is brother, say, know the Lord. For they shall all do what? Know me. Amen. Amen. They shall all do what? Know me. From the least, from the little children. To the adult, they shall all know me. Say yes, the Lord, mm-hmm. for I will forgive their iniquities. God will forgive our iniquities. Mm-hmm. And I will remember it, remember their sins no more. Mm-hmm. Their no sins more. 
forgiven. No matter because Jesus Christ came and write off, write off your sin. So your sins are not written down anymore. You have been forgiven. I said you have been forgiven in the name yes, of Jesus. So we start this new covenant. In this covenant language, God's plan to restore his children to their original state. Amen. God's purpose is to restore his creation and to place them in the right standing with him. And he will forgive the wickedness and remember their sin no more. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 8. In Hebrews chapter 8, for I will be merciful to their what? Unrighteousness. Amen. I will be merciful to their what? Unrighteousness. And he went on to say, and their sin and their iniquities will I remember no more. The Lord will not remember your, your iniquities again. Amen. You have been forgiven Amen. by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Your sin has been washed off. So here the Lord offers us inner transformation for mm-hmm. putting his law inside of me. Putting his law inside of you yeah. in your mind and reach Put it down as written. Written it down in your heart. Amen. That's why sometimes when you pray, you see yourself quoting the scripture. Because the Holy Spirit has put it down inside of you. You are talking to someone or in the front of argument, the Holy Spirit does take a scripture, instill a scripture into you. And all of a sudden you begin to quote a scripture. And then before you know, maybe you are going through some difficult time and you continue to meditate on the word of God, the Holy Spirit will give you a solution, give you a particular word that defines the solution. Because it has been written down in your heart. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And the Bible says, you have also will I give you. And you will give you. And I will give you a stoning heart. Out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And you shall keep my judgment and do that. I will cause you to walk in my statutes, and I will put my spirit inside of you. Amen. Amen. So you are the carrier of his spirit. You are the carrier of his son, Jesus Christ, because he's indwelled inside of you. And that is talking about the restoration, the foundation was a crooked foundation. 
the foundation was polluted. It was a defiled foundation. And the Lord sent his son, Jesus Christ, to make a new foundation. To restore back, bring his children into original state. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So God's plan is to restore the relationship with his children. God's plan is to restore his relationship, his intimacy, the union with him, so that they can experience personal knowledge of him. Just as Adam and Eve did before the fall. Therefore, restoration means to receive back more than has been lost to the point where the final state is greater than the original condition. That is restoration. I repeat that. Restoration is to receive back more than has been lost to the point where the final state is greater than the original condition. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 9. In verse 9, the Bible says, Behold the man, verse 9, 36, I mean, Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 9 to 11. And behold, I am for you, and I will turn you, I will turn unto you, and ye shall be sealed and sown. And I will multiply men upon you. Somebody say amen. amen. All the house of Israel, even all of it, and the cities shall be inhabited, and the waste places shall be builded. And I will multiply upon you man and beast, and they shall increase and bring fruit so there is no more dryness. And I will settle you after your own ancient. Can somebody say that? I will settle you after your whole ancient. And what? And you will do better unto you. I will do better unto you than your one your beginning. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The beginning was failure. The beginning was trouble. Disappointment left and right. Then I will restore you back. That is going to be greater than your beginning. And you shall know that I am the Lord. It is the Lord. Amen. I will restore you back. And do better for you. Do better for you than you are beginning. So, so, you know, we don't understand the plan of God. No one knows the plan of God. But it's just unfortunate that we do not follow God's system. He has a system. He has a method of He has a way of doing things. Not when you get when you fell into certain things, you you stop believing God, and then you start regretting of your effort, of your service. 
Jesus Christ 
God intends for his children is to settle us, is to give us and bless us with his blessing. He wants it to be well with his children. That is why I said, I come, the enemy came in to steal. To steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came to give abundant life. Praise the Lord. Jesus came to give us abundant what? Abundant life. You see, the devil is, has been going about to steal the joy of the children of God. It is planned to do it. If you are not strong, he will steal, and when he steals, he, he wants to steal everything. He wants to run away with everything that belongs to the body of Christ, everything that belongs to, to God's children. We know it was there in the Garden of Eden. All the joy, the relationship of Adam and Eve from God, and they were separated, separated with God. And so it's still here and it's still roaming around. It's still moving around to steal the joy of the believer. But I announce today, if you open your heart, you will not steal your joy. The enemy will not steal your peace. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. So here we see that the enemy is working hard to steal the joy. But God promised to bring complete restoration to us. Jesus came to give us good health, to give us peace. And he is a master restorer. His plan is to make us whole. How many of us believe that? The plan of God is to make us whole. Amen. I want to remind you that God is a master restorer. The enemy came to steal. Satan is a destroyer. God is a restorer. Amen. He came to steal, kill and destroy, but he could not steal. But Jesus came in to restore. So I want you to know that Satan is a destroyer and God is a restorer. He will restore you. Amen. I said he will restore you Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God is here. The Lord Jesus Christ will restore you, will restore your family. Amen. I prophesy that your family will be restored. There is restoration for your life. There is restoration for your health. In the mighty name of Jesus. Restoration method is very important. If you notice a crack, crack in the foundation or in your foundation, please do not ignore it. A crack in your foundation. The Bible is comparing it to, you know, the physical foundation of the building. 
There is a foundation, a spiritual foundation of somebody's life. If you notice there is a crack in your spiritual foundation, don't ignore it. And say nothing is going to happen. Something will happen. Because the foundation, your foundation is the totality of you. It's your whole destiny. It's your whole life. It's everything you can think of. I want everybody to hear this, and I want the young people to hear this. The foundation is the totality of you. Your foundation is your life. If you have a crack in your foundation, what do I mean by crack? Is that your relationship with God has some question mark. Amen. Amen. Your way of life has question mark. Your dealing with people has question mark. Or maybe you are faithfulness. You are faithfulness. You are always coming. Nobody can trace your roots. Nobody knows you. You, you before you go, if you go straight and you see somebody uh, trying to see, you turn to this way. You, you become chameleon. You can change your color at any time. Amen. Amen. You know there are people like that. People in the church like that. Oh, yeah. They are not straightforward. Liars. Right. They can lie in your face. Okay. Amen. Amen. You can't hold them. Jesus. Look, it's not a play. It's going to turn back against you. That is a crack I'm talking about in the foundation. Amen. Amen. Do not ignore that crack on the foundation of your faith. What about the crack of the foundation of your family? Foundation of your faithfulness. This is what the psalmist asked in chapter 11 of verse 10. He said, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? You have to understand, in your personal life, there is no man that can destroy you have foundation except you. Amen. Amen. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the head is bad, the whole body is bad. Amen. Amen. The reason why it has still standing strong is because of the foundation. Because of the foundation. We will story during put it up. Put it up. If the foundation is not the right materials, if they did not use the right materials to build those foundations, that house would not stand the test of need or floods. Amen. Amen. It's the same thing. You must understand the type of materials that you use in your foundation. Amen. Type of foundation you use, the foundation of your marriage, the foundation of your career. You know, there is old adage that says, The way you lay your bed, that is how 
You lay your bed, you are the one, only one person living in the, inside your house. You lay your bed, you leave the work. When you come back, it's the same way. Amen. So if you don't have a good foundation in your life as young people, you are messing up with your tomorrow. It's not wrong. It's not that. I trust the few that I have here that I have given you the right answer. Jesus. I told them, the things that I have with the children, I know they have given you the right answer. Look at your father. Look at your mother. Look at your mother. They have given you. If your foundation will be cracked, it's not you. It's not you. It's you. Because you want to die. No one is proceeding out of your mouth. Those curse words. Oh God, Proceed out of your mouth. That is talking about your foundation. Those deceptions that you have in you. You think that you are you are deceiving your mom or your dad is talking about the foundation. There is a building up of that foundation. Oh God. In the future, you will begin to see how your life will play out. Hallelujah. I told you it's a very sensitive issue, but I have to preach. have to share Everybody. Where are your money? You make sure you speak truth to your wife. Don't deceive her. Don't lie to your husband. Amen. Don't go out and do something else. You know, those little things that uh, people take and drink. Nobody can. If you don't destroy your foundation, nobody will destroy it. Amen? You are the one that opens the door for the destruction of your foundation. It's no other person. It's you. Amen? Okay, you go out with your friends and smoke and drink. Who calls you to smoke and drink? Did anybody force you? You become addicted to that drink. Did anybody force you to drink it? Amen. Who destroyed that condition? So when you become addicted and then you see people roaming on the street who have been addicted to drugs, the cause of their downfall is dead. Mom did not put that drink in your mouth. Neither that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do we still have people on the line? Oh, okay. Praise the Lord. Nobody, nobody forced you to put it inside of your mouth. It's you. So the foundation of your future, your destiny is being determined by your relationship with God. You want to have a brighter future, live a good life. Amen. Amen. You want to have a successful future, live a good life, a humble life. Submit yourself to God to lead you. You cannot lead yourself. Get again. Jesus. Humble yourself before the Lord. He will lift you up. Amen. Amen. If the devil wants to destroy a person, you know what he does? 
it makes you to feel that you know better than every other person. Okay. Then you set off. That is a set off. That is a set Many Americans, when you see them, they feel that they are better than, they know better than you. Amen. 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 And so the sickness that the devil is going to destroy you. Is that Christ goes before what? Before. You're going to fall. You cannot escape it. It's a spiritual law. There is a spiritual law that until you dis- you make up your mind to reverse it, it cannot be reversed. I don't care who is going to pray. Right, goes before it falls. He sets you up to fall. Oh God. May you not fall. Amen. I said, may you not fall. Amen. So understand, in your personal life, there is no man that can destroy your salvation if you do not allow it. No man can destroy your salvation if you do not do what? Allow it. And anyone destroy the foundation of family if you do not allow it? No. I would say no. Nobody can come into your house and destroy the foundation. Yes. The Bible says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. And you know what the enemy does? He contacts. He is a contact. He needs contact. Yes. He comes into the family. He will contact someone. Amen. Maybe in the family of us, you contact one person there. Then can you do this work for me? Yeah. Okay. What kind of job is that? They say, when you see that person, don't respect them. It's all just talk to them anyhow. Oh, God. You say, okay, thank you. I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will do it. Thank you. Mom, come back and ask you to do something. Say, no, get away here. I don't want to talk to you. Oh, Jesus. What are you talking? <laughs> Amen. Amen. You become a slave to Satan. He will use you until he makes sure that he destroys you completely. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody blessed here? Oh, yes. I am blessed, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is very, very important. Very, very important. So, yes. So, there are some lessons that the Lord himself revealed to us. We must preserve such foundation. A foundation that the Lord Himself revealed to us. That we must preserve such foundation. We need to conserve that type of foundation. We need to protect such foundation. Source that is revealed to us. It is very, very important. And the Bible says in the book of First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10 to 11. We're going to read together. According to the grace of God, I want everybody to open your, your eyes and look at that scripture. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. And another builder thereon that led every man take this. How he builded thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Drop it there. Amen. Amen. 
The grace has been given. This is what Paul is saying. Grace has been given unto me. Christ is saying, the grace has been given unto me. I have laid a foundation. The master builder, who is Jesus Christ, has laid a foundation. And I have laid the foundation. And I know that builded the own. What is this foundation? And Paul is talking about He's talking about a previous foundation of obedience, not the foundation of disobedience. The foundation of obedience. But let every man take this how he builds thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than his laid, which is Jesus Christ. The foundation of Jesus Christ is the lasting foundation. Amen. Don't ask anything. Amen. Don't add anything to the foundation. Bible says, how will a young man make his way here? He said, by taking instruction according to the word of God. How can you make your way pure? You have to take instruction. Instruction, guidelines. You have to follow instruction. You have to follow the steps. Amen. Amen. The generation of uh, microwave that we have, nobody can wait for anything. Even you can see sometimes you put food in the microwave because of the spirit, that spirit. And the microwave, you know, is very fast. You still struggle, oh, it's taking long. Let me try. <laughs> you know, it happened to me like that. I put food in the microwave thinking that it's going to be very fast. I said, wow, it's taking so long. Let me see whether this food is warm. Praise the Lord. That's a very serious, very, very terrible generation. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's in a hurry. Nobody wants to wait for anything. There is no patience again. That name has been wiped off. In this generation, that 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 word patience or what do you call it? Wait, endurance. Ah, I'm telling you, I don't I don't know whether I still working. Can anybody endure here now? No. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we must preserve the foundation that is laid. That Christ led, and that is the foundation of Jesus. The foundation. Let me say this to everyone that there is an established foundation. There is an established foundation to our belief. There is an established foundation to our salvation, which has been established and sealed. That foundation is our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the foundation of our righteousness. Jesus is the foundation of our sanctification. He is the foundation of our holiness. Jesus Christ is the foundation of everything. We have the pattern after this foundation. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ. He's a master builder of our life. He's a master builder 
of our health. He's a master builder of my family. You make up your mind, Jesus, you are the master builder of my destiny. Is anybody going to accept that? Can anybody proclaim that? Jesus, you are the master builder of my destiny. You are the master builder of my future. The master builder of my health. I look unto you from when comes my health. Because I know that my health comes from you. You are the master builder of my career. The master builder of my family. He will not let you fall. I say he will not let you fall. I say he will not let you down. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are the master builder of my business. I will not crumble. You are the master builder of my life. I will not die. If you proclaim this word and say it as you understand it as the Holy Spirit, and then you keep on promoting it, it will not let you go. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. You are the master builder of my health. Because I know you are my healer. The master builder of my family. I have established my family. You will be the master builder. Even when you don't have a family, you will be my, the master builder of my family. I cannot raise up a family. It's only by you. You are the master builder of my career. You started a career. You begin to Proclaim Jesus Christ. You are the master builder of this career. Amen. Amen. So that you'll be able to make use of it. Otherwise, you get the certificate, you don't make use of it. Wasted the whole time in the career. You don't make use of it. You have to open up. Because there is enemy at the door. What is his duty? Steal, kill, and destroy. So if you don't continue to proclaim it, it will come in and steal. It will come in and steal, kill. And it cannot steal and kill. It will destroy. He has twofold, threefold reasons to accomplish. If he doesn't steal, it will kill. If he doesn't steal, it will destroy. Amen. You are the master builder of whatever that I lay my hands upon. You are the master builder of my prosperity. So I cannot do anything outside of you. Restoration of broken foundation. Somebody shout hallelujah. You know, the Lord gave Israel a command, instruction in the book of Exodus, chapter 25, verse 8. He said, let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. I may dwell among them. So God wanted to pitch his tent in the midst of his people so that he would be able to help them. He pitched his tent among the people so that he would help them. Psalm number 20, verse 1. So that I will help them, the Lord hear thee in the day of what? 
trouble, the name of the Lord of Jacob defend thee. I will help them in the day of trouble. The Lord says, I want to be in the midst of you because there are wolves around you. I want to dwell in your midst. And to reveal that if I live in your midst, I will also reveal my glory and my power in your midst. In your midst, I will, I will reveal my glory. Psalm 63 verse 1. I reveal my glory. In your midst. You don't have to read that. And then he wanted this tent in their midst so that he will allow them to discover their ways. He will allow them to discover their ways so that they will not be confused. To allow them to discover their ways. And the Bible says, Psalm 77, then starting, he says in 77, Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Where do you discover the way? In the sanctuary. Amen. Thy way is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God. Thy way, if I live in your midst, I will discover my way. Amen. Amen. I will know where to go. I will know what to do. This was a model of heavenly sanctuary. Model of heavenly sanctuary. Remember that the earthly sanctuary was a place where God's personal presence and character could be seen. You have to remember that. And where he could reveal his plan of salvation and restoration. So in that sanctuary, the Bible says, Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary, who is so great. A God as our God. And now the sanctuary comes of the other world around and begins to live inside of you. Where is that sanctuary? In me. Amen. You are the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Amen. I am that sanctuary. So you have to constantly invite Jesus. You have to have that close relationship with him for you to maintain your sanctuary. Do we understand it? Are you blessed? Oh, yeah. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. You are a sanctuary. So you have to keep that relationship deeper and deeper. Know you not. You are the temple of God. And that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defy the temple of God, him shall God do what is true. Amen. What is that temple? You are that temple. If that temple is this is defiled, defiled means polluted. It will be destroyed. That is, they will be cracked. Mm. But the temple of God is holy, which 
example, we are. Do you not know that you are that temple? Amen. Remember what I said in Psalm 77, that that sanctuary is where the Lord revealed himself to his people. That is where you get direction. Now, the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit is inside of you. So you have the direction if you maintain it. If you do what? Maintain it. Don't be far. About it. Young people, I will say to you, don't be far your body. Do you understand that language? Eh? Do any of you understand that language? Hello? Don't defile the temple. <laughs> you know, the apostle Paul led us to understand that no longer in the tent, God is no longer in the tent. God is in our heart. And there is assurance of restoration because it's inside of our heart. There is assurance of restoration of all your past loss. There are assurance for restoration of somebody's family. If the family has been disintegrated, there is an assurance of restoration. The Lord will restore it. I think heaven will restore everything that you have lost. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord has shown restoration of your health. There is restoration for somebody's health. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 2. 33, verse 2. What you to look at this. The Bible says, Behold, I will bring his health and cure. So there is health and cure. Amen. 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 I love that. And I will cure them. The Lord will cure you. And I will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. Behold, I will bring a help and cure. Whatever that has been that is anything, there is a cure. There is a way out. I said there is a way out. There is healing. There is deliverance. There is safety. In the name of Jesus, I will cure them. God will cure you. He will cure you of that sickness. That trouble, that sickness and disease, that infinity, inherited trouble, there is a cure. I said there is a cure in the name of Jesus. And then he said, I will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. So I have peace in me. If you don't have peace, receive peace. If you don't have peace, receive peace. Somebody receive God. Somebody receive God. The joy of the Lord will be your strength. The joy of the Lord will be your strength. In the name of Jesus. There is assurance of blessing. Isaiah 58. Give me the scripture. It says, and they shall, and they that shall be of thee shall deal the old ways places. 
Thou shalt raise up the foundation of many generations. Amen. Amen. Through you, people will come to know Christ. Amen. I declare that you are the Joseph of your family. Amen. The Lord will use you to bless many others in your family. Amen. You will be the victims of life. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. thou shalt be called the repairer of the bridge. That is our name. Shall be called the repairer of the bridge. When things get bad, people will contact you. Amen. In your job, you will be the repairer of bridge. Restorer of past. So dwell in. Amen. in your bosom. I declare that to be your bosom. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Give it a start in. The Bible says, and they shall be. And if thou from the word, thy food from the Sabbath, from doing the pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight and a holy of the Lord, honorable, and shall follow him, not doing thy own way, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thy own words. I will break that. I just drop that so that you know. I will share it with you about the Sabbath. Every day is the day of the Lord. Amen. The man who says, This is the day that the Lord has made. And let us be what? Rejoice. Rejoice and be glad. And that's in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Amen. So, follow the Sabbath is not to keep one day. And you don't do anything. The day is the Sabbath day. So, follow the Sabbath is a holy day. It's a day of the Lord. Every day that the Lord has made. You must use your body to honor that day. Amen. Amen. Uh, okay. Some people say, okay, Sabbath is a holy day, so you can sit on Monday. Amen. Do anything. Oh, no, that is what they do. Sin on Monday. Do anything you want to like on Monday. Do anything you want to like on Sabbath. But when it comes to Sabbath, ah, don't do anything. Praise the Lord. I will share that message with you. Because that's why I drop that scripture so that you understand that Sabbath is a holy day. And that Sabbath, I will tell you what Sabbath is about. Amen. So remember that this earthly blessing, I mean this earthly sanctuary, was a place where God is now present and character could be revealed. So today is revealed to us because he's inside of us. The Lord is inside of you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 8. We're going to rise up and pray. Very soon, Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 8. The Bible says, If thou, he says, But ye, O mountains of Israel, ye shall be shoot forth. Shoot forth. You are what? You are branching. You're going to be standing up and make this declaration. Look at that scripture. He said, but ye own mountains of Israel, ye shall be what? Shoot forth your branches, and yield your fruit, 
He's my year of thanksgiving. He's my year, the voice that I will make a joyful noise unto the Lord. He's a year that I will continue to rejoice in his presence. I will give thanks for what the Lord has done in the name of Jesus, for he will multiply me and I shall not be small. He will enlarge my territory. He will enlarge my life. He will increase my family. He will increase my business. He will increase my finances. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice to heaven. Let heaven hear you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord,
anyone that will oppress them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare whosoever that oppresses their children, unless they repent of their sin, unless they repent of their sin, they shall go and punish them. In the name of Jesus. The Lord, you came with abundant life. I believe that abundant life, let it fall like rain. Let the rain of abundance fall upon them. Let the rain of abundance fall upon you. Let it fall upon your health. Let it fall upon your family. The rain of abundance and peace and joy. Let it come upon your family. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. To worship your God. Hallelujah. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And let the Son of God say, Lord, is the name. Put your hands together for Jesus.
God, the spirit of prophecy has released the message upon the world. Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus, I declare that it's peace upon you. I believe, I believe that the joy of the Lord will come with you. And the Lord will give you a perfect peace. He will give you a perfect peace. I'm going to use my Twenty twenty one. 